Hello, everybody. Welcome to the long overdue. Um, what episode is this? This now? is episode. Whatever episode it is, it's long overdue. Yes. Thirty <laughs> something. Thirty six. We're in the thirties. Thirty. Thirty six. We've made it okay. though. You know, once you get to you know, once you can't remember the numbers, you know, you've squared, made it. You know, you yeah. yeah. So, I'm proud of us. I think we've come far. Uh, yeah, definitely. And 37 is going to be the Last Jedi extravaganza. And yes, I'm saying extravaganza Ooh. for a reason. It'll be gi- it'll be giant. Um, Will it? Yeah. Oh my. It'll be long, and there'll be so many guests. You know, like we're gonna have uh, some guests from you know the first 10 episodes. Which, if you want to actually listen to those, they're on our uh, website, which is I think it's just goshdaniel.blogspot. Is it? Pretty sure. Um, That is where you can find all of the previous episodes. Uh, However, we had in our in our first ten episodes somewhere um, guests Izzy and Quadri, and uh, they were on this episode. Uh, We were talking about I'm pretty sure upcoming live action Disney movies, and um, that that Mm -hmm. was that was a fun one. I enjoyed that, but um, yeah, that was we will have them back on to uh, talk first impressions about The Last Jedi right after having seen it. Um, we will also yes. most likely, uh, we're still working out the uh, the details, but we'll probably have patron uh, Hunt the Bunt Gunter, Schmunter. Uh, he will be on. Um, if he can fit us into uh, his very busy schedule. Very, very busy. He's a, he's a busy dude. We, we've also been talking to Noreen, though. Oh, we, We've been my in talks word. with Noreen. Noreen? She's finally started communicating with us. Uh, oh my! And and she very well might even go to the the premiere with uh, with us. It will be all in person, not over long distances and stretches of the country. Um, huh? This will be all all in person, all local, right here uh, in an undisclosed undisclosed location. <laughs> uh, talking. Yep. Yes. Um, yeah. So that that'll be happening, and that'll be exciting. I think for me. I'm excited to do it. I know cool, uh, Daniel cool. is too. I am very excited. Good to have that confirmation. Yes. Yeah. So, so what are you, what are you watching uh, these days, Bob? Um, in general, uh, oh yeah, new segment. Okay, new segment. Uh, what are we watching? <laughs> Wait, that sounds a lot like the Weekly Planet one. So let's 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 give it another name. Um. Um. um uh, <laughs> current current events. There we go. Current. Events and then, like, you can insert like some sort of news thing here. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, okay, current yeah. events here. So, currently, what I'm doing is I, I finished Oathbringer and it was great and it was the best Did thing you? ever. But the only problem uh-huh. with it, it ended a bit happy. In the third act, it oh, got goodness. really, 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 really dark. I've never read a book that dark and it was freaking me out and I felt like I was gonna die. And then everything just resolved. Oh, my word. Everything just resolved. And that was weird because this is the third book in a five-book series. Now, what you want to do with the third in a five-book series is that's this is where you want it to climax and not get resolved. That's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. You're raising the stakes in this book. He raised the stakes, but then he he didn't exactly solve the problems, but he he let off the gas a little bit. So now you feel like, the characters are resolved. Like it, it doesn't feel like there's anywhere to go. What I'm saying is, I don't feel like I need to read the next book, like I did with the previous one. At the end of the second book, I felt like I need to read this next mm-hmm. one. With this third book, I'm like, 
I'm happy with this. This is really cool, but yeah. if I, I don't want to read the next book right now. That that's a new thing for me. I've never felt that about a Sanderson book. However, oh my. However, he did announce a new uh, young adult book, and I'm really excited about that because uh, it's called so it's called Skyward. Um, should be cool. Uh, it's described as uh, like Top Gun with starfighters or something like that. I think is what he said. So. It's a, it's like a sci-fi thing, and I, I've never cool. heard of uh, Sanderson doing a sci-fi, so I'm I, I don't know I'm intrigued, uh, and it, that one that won't be part of the Cosmere though, so that that's not part of the interconnected series. That's just another uh, young adult book that he's uh, announced. I think yeah, it's called Skyward. I immediately thought of the Zelda game, but it's it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, I think it'll be really cool. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Um, probably like the X-Wing books okay. uh, from the non-canon Star Wars stuff. Those are really good if you haven't read those. Anyways, so I, I've, I've finished those books. Um, more than that, I've uh, I've started watching a bit of uh, anime, which I haven't done in a while. Yep. Anime. The Fateful and I'm, I've yes, started, continue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I started Hunter x Hunter. Um, and it's, it's unique. It's basically, a, it's a little kid who's maybe 12 years old and he wants to be a hunter. Um, not as in hunt the bunt gunter and not as in like he wants to go <laughs> grab a shotgun and shoot a deer or something. Like, uh-huh. I guess hunters in this could be anything. Like there are gourmet hunters and they're basically like glorified chefs. There are, you know, okay. treasure hunters and basically anything you could imagine. But there are just places in the world that you need a hunter's license to go to. So some people are using it just because they're trying to get revenge on somebody and they need a hunter's license to be mm. able to get access to, like, the black market and interesting information. So it's just really unique how you can become a hunter. You have to go through all these trials and everything is kind yeah. of a trick. So, like, okay. millions of people try to be a hunter every year. And, like, the people who actually make it to the testing facility are, like, 500 people. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then, on top of that, um, of the people who are go there, there are, like, different phases of the test. Mm-hmm. And, like, for uh-huh. example, the first pa- phase in, like, one of the first episodes is just you just have to keep following this guy who's basically like running without stopping and everybody has to just run to keep up with what him. What the heck? It. But they don't know when it's going to end because he's taking them to the second phase basically and that's the first phase is getting to the second okay. phase. So he's running for like, and they have to chase after him straight for four hours. Oh gosh. And, and people are like dying and unable to do it. And then after that he starts going upstairs for hours. <laughs> And what then, the heck? And then he gets to this top part, and then the thing closes off, and they have to go through this giant forest full of monsters that all are, like, shape-shifting and trying to, like, trick you to go in a different direction because they want to eat you, basically. So, you know, tons of these people are just dying left and right or just passing out because they can't, you know, they can't succeed and keep running or whatever. And so it, wow. it gets, and it this... just, it keeps getting slowly and slowly trickled down. And they're like these extremely difficult challenges. And this 12 year old boy can keep up. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Um, Good for him. And he it, probably did PE class, and you know, it's it's interesting because he they hint at him having specific like kind of powers. Okay. But they they don't they haven't developed it so far. Where I'm in it, I'm, I'm like at the seventh episode or something. They haven't really developed exactly what he is, but like he helps some of his friends um, who are a lot older than him, like they're you know in their late teens or something like that, and he's helping them get through because like for example, he can smell something is not right, or you know he could just like somebody tried to give him a laxative to make him like lose early on <laughs> in the phase because oh it's also because it's really cutthroat as well. There are some people who just really want to kick the first time people like coming in to the test for their first time they're just some people are just dedicated to knocking those people out of the competition uh-huh and yeah there's this guy who's done it for 36 years in a row and still hasn't become a hunter oh gosh it's that'd be me right there yeah so he just he just tries to take everybody out basically and so he gave him a laxative and and the kid's like wait wait, wait that wait, wait, tastes wait. funny you know did you say 36 36 i feel like that's the number of this episode oh I hope I didn't just accidentally make up that number because of that. That's like a big deal right there. That's that's who who knows. Anyways. um, (laughs) So, yeah, it's just interesting. It's fun to watch him go through all these different processes. My guess is by the end of the season or maybe even midway through the season, there's like 50 episodes in the first season and 20 in the second one or something. Um, Uh My guess is he'll just get his license and then he'll just keep going from there. But. I don't know. I'm cool. interested to see where it goes. Uh, on top of that, I started watching My Hero Academia, which I've just heard a ton about. It's basically Earth. It's it's just flat out Earth, except people randomly started getting powers. If you've read any Sanderson, it's kind of like a mix between Rhythmatist and Steelheart, or the Reckoners trilogy, because everybody starts developing these powers, and they're all like weird and interesting and strange, and they're called quirks. But... It, there's this main character cool uh the main character kid uh i don't know if you read rhythmatist but the main character in the rhythmatist uh yes, wants to I be a rhythmatist so and he much. studies it and you know he's he's read everything he just wants to be a rhythmatist and he just doesn't he wasn't born with it you know it's so sad yeah it's the exact same thing in my hero academia like 80 percent of people in my hero academia have quirks and this one kid doesn't uh, I mean, because he's he's one of the twenty percent that doesn't, and he just studies. And because uh, you get government funding to be like a superhero, basically, <laughs> so everybody's trying to be like the top paid hero, kind of, you know, one of one yeah. of the top ones. So he wants to be a hero too, even though he doesn't have any powers. So that's yeah. what he's trying to do. And I, I've only watched the well, first episode, cool. but yeah, he he he's written all these notebooks, just like uh, the guy in. Uh, the Reckoners trilogy. I forgot his name. Okay. Um, uh, David? Know. Yeah, David. Yeah, so I, I think it's really interesting. It's a good idea. And it's really well done. It's It's got that classic kind of comic booky superhero thing because it's in Earth. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So because it's on Earth, it's like these heroes develop these powers and they're like, oh yeah, I could be like that guy from the comic books. Uh-huh. So then they just kind of, you know, actually try to put on the persona of comic book characters. That's funny. It's it's really interesting. It's kind of cool. I, I yeah, really, it is pretty cool. I don't know. I've enjoyed it so far, and I think you specifically would really like that one. I think that'd be okay. a good starting place. And it's got really good action as well. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, All right, that's, cool. I think that's it um, as far as what I've been 
doing. I guess I've been listening to podcasts like I always do, but that's, I don't know, that's not exactly prime content. <laughs> I know, right? Podcasts. Podcasts who, are lame. Yeah, who listens to those anymore? Who makes them? Like, those guys must have zero lives. Uh, wait. No, it's true, we do, so. <laughs> those guys must have zero lives. I'm pretty sure... Is that, gramma- lives. Is that grammatically implying, yeah, people have more than one? Okay, anyways. Uh-huh. Um, how about you? What have you been reading or watching? Or... Huh. Uh, that's anything? funny because you, cause Not you reading. reading. Not reading because we still haven't uh, done that Stormfront review. The Stormfront review, man. It'll come someday. <laughs> I like the book club uh, episodes. Why just, I just want to do more of them. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that'll be a possibility. But in terms of what I've been doing, you know, I, th- lots of stuff, right? Um, oh, yeah, you're super I, busy. I'm, yeah, you know, just all over the place. Um, I, so content, I guess, I've been watching, I watched um, Marvel's Runaways. Oh, what'd you think uh, of that? Was that any good? Well, I, it, I'm It on, seems like, like a cool concept. Episode. Oh, okay. It's an awesome. Well, because they they don't they didn't release all the episodes. They release them now, like once a week or something like that. So yeah, um, it's supposed to entice people, I guess, to have Hulu for longer than you know a couple a weeks a week or however long you can watch the show for. So, um, uh, yeah, it's it's there's some there's definitely some cool elements to it, but it's really really cringy. It is so cringy. Dang. Yes. What's with Marvel shows? Like DC has all the good shows. Marvel has all the bad shows. DC has all the good comics. Marvel has all the bad comics. DC movies cannot be good. Whoa, you're really saying some stuff there. And Marvel movies are always pretty much good, except for the Dark World, which is awful. Without so so many like definites, yeah, sure. I Um, mean, I guess the Marvel Netflix shows are fine, but like not the abc ones but i've seen some like dc's shows are good but they're not like amazing no they're not amazing like the comics are they're okay and they're just as cheesy and just as you know they're just done a little better you know it's true though Yeah, yeah in terms of like story and stuff like that but i mean um it runaways is keeping me interested though it's keeping me kind of guessing but it's just super like teenagery cringy type thing and it's i don't know there's some parts where the acting is just horrible and yeah it's funny like you you find more good child actors than you do good teen actors <laughs> it's true though and so i don't think they've really fleshed out like each character really um and i'm on episode five and i still haven't really feel like i've gotten to really know the characters i guess I mean, they tell you kind of like what they went through and stuff like that, and they're trying to really force this kind of bond. I don't know, and they're trying to really make you connect with the characters, but it's really just not working. And there's some scenes that are just like, how did that get edited in, and how was that okay? Like, how <laughs> how is how did the editors think? Oh yeah, that looks good, I guess. So I don't know, but I'll have to say that the effects are pretty good. I think, like the effects budget is pretty good because i mean you know they have to do quite a bit i guess and they do it really well so there are definitely some pluses um so on a scale of like inhumans to oh god jessica jones where is that 
Um, it's it's oh I don't know, I haven't seen in humans. <laughs> I've just heard um, so many good things. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I've not heard I'd, one it's single good a thing split. about it. It's a split because I think is I it closer to like Agents Sh- of Shield kind of? I think so, but it, it it might be not as good as Agents of Shield. Oh okay. So but it has I didn't, potential. I already wasn't interested in Agents of Shield, so it's definitely not worth my time. But it has potential to be good, I think, okay. because I mean, a show can start off okay. Yeah, and that's true. Even not that good, but actually, kind of over time, figure out what it's doing. And I have faith that 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 Runaways can do that. They just got to get through all of this, you know, kind of really cheesy stuff. Yeah, like for example, so. the Star Wars show on YouTube. They. <laughs> It was funny because in like their first episode, they're like, yep, this is cringy, but can't wait for the next, for, you know, the 20th episode when we've got it all figured out. And, <laughs> and it still hasn't. No, it's totally like, it's kind of come together. It's not nearly as horrible as it was when it started. Oh, it has come together. Okay. Yeah. No, like it's totally, things just kind of can improve. Like it just takes time for shows to like figure out how to not suck with writing, I guess. Huh. So That's cool. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that it's still me cringy, but it's, like, intentionally cringy, and the people doing it are, like, very self-aware, so it works yeah. really well. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, another show I've been watching is um, uh, The Good Place. Okay. And I don't so actually know what that's I, about. I binged the first season on, uh, on Netflix, and then the second season was already airing, and so I just quickly, like, I downloaded the NBC app just to watch the season two episodes that have been released so oh, cool um basically it's about this one girl um i don't want to spoil it for you in case you see it um but basically she um dies and she ends up in the good place i guess oh okay yeah that and show. so she has to like you know figure stuff out and she gets put in this community and each community has a soulmate and it's it's kind of the in the beginning it seems like you don't really know what they're gonna do with it and it's like okay I could see myself really getting bored at this show um but actually like right from the beginning though um right from the beginning it's basically she's like I'm not this person that they think I am I'm not supposed to be in the good place basically that's not really a spoiler because you learned that in the first episode but um yeah and so she's not supposed to be there and her soulmate that she was assigned to was this ethics professor and so she has to try to convince him to like teach her good ethics so that she can fit in and because every time every time she does something wrong i guess there's like a fatal consequence and no one knows why these like horrible things will just happen randomly um oh okay that's interesting yeah and so there's like the head of this neighborhood this good place neighborhood and he's trying to like figure out what's going on and so yeah, and the first season's pretty good, and but then the end of the uh, the first season, I think I think it's really cool. Um, it it totally leads on to the second season completely, and you don't really know what they're gonna do with it because they're like, okay, where are they taking this? You know? Yeah, I wouldn't so, expect it from that kind of show. You know? Exactly. That's why it was so surprising to me. And that's why I was so hooked on this, uh, the second season. That's kind of how I and... felt about, like, the end of uh, the second season of Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this kind of is going a little bit nowhere, and then it just ends with what's pretty much just a, this cliffhanger that you wouldn't have expected from a show where every episode seems to be completely different. 
you know yeah, and then it's yeah. like all of a sudden it, it just kind of gets real yeah. yeah um yeah and then and then so with this with the second season um i i honestly just notice like how good i think the writers are of the show honestly mm-hmm. because it's so easy in a tv show to fall into certain traps that make it boring and kind of stale and just still i guess yeah and yeah and there's no like progress happening um but they do a good they, they're pretty creative in figuring out how to solve problems and keep it progressing of course the show isn't perfect there are still moments where it's like okay what are they trying to do here and you know you can kind of tell um and the there's some like there's some not good stuff i guess but um for the most part it's really cool the way they work work everything out i guess and i'm curious to see how season two ends so yeah and i think it's cool that they got Kristen bell to play the main character so oh right okay because i don't know i mean she her career started out in tv right wasn't it like veronica mars or something like that yeah i think i've seen a few episodes of that it it was okay i guess yeah wasn't into it yeah yeah um and so yeah that's what i've been watching i guess cool um so they're gonna have just Jurassic World. It's it's coming here and new new trailer. Okay. <laughs> What's so sad about this though is that we're recording right right when right like the trailer's probably gonna drop right when we're finished recording, right? Probably. You think? Yeah. So they're so. they're teasing this new trailer to come out today, uh, the day we're recording this, which is Thursday. Um. Yeah, the Jurassic World two trailer, the Lost Kingdom or something, I guess. Yeah, it's the it's the Lost Kingdom. And they've been promoting it everywhere. They're like, look, it, we're gonna do something with this that has never been seen before. <laughs> we're we're gonna kill the dinosaurs. What? Is that I mean, that's what they said on like I don't know. I think it was Kimmel. She's like, we're doing this new thing that we haven't done before. What's essentially happening is, you know, there's this thing that's. Uh, can very easily cause the dinosaurs to go extinct. And my question is just, why does that... I mean, can't you just make them again then? (laughs) That Uh, doesn't seem like that big of a problem. If the dinosaurs uh, aren't kind of the villains, and but also the heroes, you know, because the way Jurassic Park works is it's almost almost kind of environmentalist. Where it's like, so the dinosaurs are killing everybody, but it's also kind of the fault of the people who made the dinosaurs. So uh-huh. if that's not exactly what's happening in this, and it's like, oh no, the dinosaurs are gonna die, and not the dinosaurs are murdering people, then it's I don't know. I'm not interested anymore. That's the only reason I yeah. like Jurassic Park is because it's just like people are gonna get eaten by dinosaurs, and that's that's the movie, you know? Yeah, because people were dumb enough to make dinosaurs. <laughs> So they they therefore get eaten by them, <laughs> and yeah. it's just logic, I guess. But um, I yeah, I I get what you're saying though because I watched like a little promo for it, and they were talking about how like oh it's gonna be way different than anything you've ever seen before, and it's like and then the next thing was Chris Pratt saying yeah we're gonna blow up the island and we're like we're just blowing up the island. And I'm like oh wow explosions in a movie never been so done new. before. Yeah. Never so been I done. The, I hope the whole movie isn't just them running away from dinosaurs. Um, yeah. Because I could. I, mean, I like Jurassic World quite a bit. 
but yeah, I thought it, I thought it was good. And they said that they got a new director who is who loves suspense, I guess, and he's all about finding creative ways to be scary or something. AKA, like that. Like, yeah, Colin Trevorrow was done forever. Yeah, never again so, because he made the Book of Henry, which we did not like, or something. Yeah, poor, what was the problem with Colin, that again? Colin Trevorrow. Um, it tried to be too many things in one movie. Oh, so it's just a bad movie. Yeah. It wasn't like it was morally terrible or something and they needed to like... I don't know. That's weird. It might have been. I mean, I know like the mom tries to snipe out the the other dad or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. I, I feel like I everybody it, kind so. of overreacted to one movie. I, I know a lot of people didn't like Jurassic World, but at the time, I thought it was really good, and I really liked it. Same. I, Same. I, I saw it twice, cool. I think. I think it's cool that they're using animatronics in this one. Oh, they are? In two. Yeah. Um, that was the little promo thing that I watched. They were talking about how, I mean, probably not all of the dinosaurs will be animatronic, but a lot of them, and a lot of like the big ones, too, so... That's pretty cool. Yeah. And they were the the actors were talking about how like interesting it was to actually see this huge thing that they're reacting to instead of just, you know, having to imagine it and then they yeah. CGI it in. I bet that so, does improve acting a little bit. Yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> so, yeah, that seemed pretty cool. Like I'm excited that that gives me a reason to be a little bit uh, more excited about that. Um I mean, I definitely am excited for it and I think it has all the uh, the possibility of being really good. Um, however, it could just be this pile of suspense that doesn't really have any interesting story to it. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll it, see. I, I don't want a bad movie, but I'll still watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, I went to go see Justice League. Yeah, so you will watch bad movies. Apparently so. I I I went into that movie thinking this is going to be terrible. This is going to be awful. And it was still worse than I expected. My expectations were too high for Justice League, and I expected it to be awful. <laughs> I liked Batman v Superman. A horrible movie. Zero out of zero. Or something. Zero out of a thousand. I don't know. I mean, it was a horrible movie. And I liked... I like Justice League. I think Batman v Superman has some redeeming qualities. It kind of does. Like, at least it knows like what two. it's supposed to do. Yeah, that's true. Or at least it has Batman, who's actually Batman and not just random character with a suit. <laughs> random character number one. Just played by Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck wasn't even the Batman that he had been. He wasn't Batman whatsoever. Superman felt like a creepy cult leader just because of how everybody worshipped him. But it was like yeah. everybody kind of hated him in Batman v Superman, and now everybody loves him because he's more human than human, which is like it's from, wow. I don't know, Blade Runner or something. But it's like, whoa, no, it's trying to be real deep, you know, it's it's not like it's, it's just so creepy. Like everybody. I mean, he's beating up all these people and then he sees his girlfriend and he's just fine. And then he's good again. And everybody's like, oh, he's such a treasure. You know, he he's what makes this world great. And he's just like, and he's like, yep, that's me. It, like, it just feels like he's just like this creepy cult leader everybody worships or something. Huh. That's yeah. Superman for you, right? No. I mean, the Aquaman had absolutely no use other than every once in a while he was kind of comedic, I guess. Or uh -huh. at least intended to be. Cause, uh. But he, he never at once did something that was like, yeah, I can see why Aquaman's here. 
Like, I don't I don't know if he has any like super strength or if he can control what he didn't do that he didn't control water when he was fighting so I I don't know what he can do but I, uh, I, he was just there kind of I don't, it was weird uh-huh. Wonder Woman was Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman that I mean that's pretty much it I I liked Wonder Woman so that was fine so she was just just the exact same thing but Bob what about all the controversial uh, scenes. Which ones? The one where Wonder Woman was objectified. Okay, well, yeah, that was kind of weird. I felt like what they did with the Amazonians is they just like, oh, guys, remember you like you liked Wonder Woman, right? Okay, how about that? Except we remove most of their clothing. I mean, that's basically <laughs> what it felt like every scene on, uh, in the uh, the Amazon or whatever Amazonian islands or whatever. It was like. All the same people you know, except their outfits are just noticeably lacking. It, it was weird. It it just, uh-huh. it didn't, one, it was annoying because of continuity, and two, it was just what a creep Joss Whedon is, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, almost every single shot with Wonder Woman, when it wasn't just like, okay, this is character building stuff, or Wonder Woman's acting like Wonder Woman, and it's great. It's like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. we'll just focus this shot on her butt instead of what is actually happening, and I don't know. It was weird, and it was kind of crap. But as far as Wonder Woman, the character goes, and how she was written and how she acted, that was normal, and that was fine, and I liked that. Okay. Yeah, Batman wasn't Batman. He was like, I don't know if he was trying to be Tony Stark or something, but he just, I don't know. Every once in a while, he kind of tries to make jokes that aren't funny, and you forget that he's Batman because he doesn't do anything useful ever and then and you said he, d- he doesn't seem like batman from no the previous and film. he's definitely not the same but ba- at least batman from that film felt like batman he was kind of a good batman yeah but not here he's not the same character whatsoever and it was it was really awkward and terrible and then did you see did you see the trailer for the anime batman it's like oh batman yeah batman ninja, ninja. that something. looks cool it looks really awesome okay continue um i bet that will be a good batman better than this yeah uh yeah ezra miller was uh the flash and that was gross <laughs> that was gross i i don't know ezra miller's gross <laughs> that's my okay. opinion on ezra miller if anybody cares and nobody does gross um oh, wow that's nice yeah no he just he didn't fit the role he was they used him for comedic effect which is weird because ezra miller is not funny it, his scenes weren't funny. It's like, oh no, he's running around. He does. He's afraid of of people. He doesn't want to fight. And then all of a sudden, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just gonna fight. And he does that a little bit. <laughs> so know. he was better as uh, as playing like a weird cult boy with a bowl uh, shaped haircut, um, who is secretly an obscurial. I, I guess. Right. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I hated yeah. him there too, but that's just because his character is creepy. He just always plays a like a creepy kid i don't know except but he for... was running around and then like superman just turns his head almost as fast as the flash was moving and then he just goes and he just widens his eyes he's like what and that was supposed to be a joke i think i don't uh-huh that i saw that clip on like social media somewhere actually and superman's upper lip was awful <laughs> i mean it really was bad like I know they just tried to CG off a mustache. It it doesn't work. You can't just do that in like less than a month. You know that's ridiculous. 
Uh-huh. It looked horrible. Uh, and that was gross. And everything was bad. And, oh, yeah, the hero looked gross. The CG was bad. Uh, the, the, the hero? I mean, the, the, well, Superman, <laughs> the hero. No, uh, the villain. I don't even know his name anymore. Steppenwolf or something. Um, Yeah, gross. Bad CG. Looks ugly. Almost maybe kind of might have a motivation that's just completely hidden from the audience and uh, absent from all, all of the writing. Um, and then he uh-huh. uh, he felt like he was really powerful, like he's kicking all this butt. And then Superman just kind of gets there. And then it's just the end. Because it's like Superman is just arrived. And so that's the end of the movie pretty much. It, yeah. Like it took zero effort. And then Superman just solves everybody's problems. But, like, the whole movie was, like, you need teamwork and all this stuff. But then they also tried to be, like, we need Superman. And it, it seems like Superman could have just done that himself. There was yeah. literally zero reason that the Justice League was there other than to revive him from the dead. That's teamwork for you. And, I mean, it was just them arguing about it, and then so then they did it. And then they did it. I thought, so I thought the tease at the end was that, meaning that he was already, like, at the end of Batman v Superman was meaning that, he was already coming back to That's life. That's what I thought too, but no, he was full on still dead somehow. I don't know. Yeah, because the dirt rising up. Yeah, from his coffin like I was thought that was trying to be like, effect. look at he's back. That that's what yeah, that exactly. end of that movie seemed to mean to me. So they could have just picked it up and he's alive. alive. That's what yeah. I would have thought. No, they had to dig up his corpse. They literally there was a scene where they're grave robbing to get his corpse. <laughs> and then they, And all of like their costumes and stuff. Oh uh, no, they're wearing jackets to hide them. Oh, of course. Okay. I, I even skipped over Cyborg because he's forgettable. Like, apparently he has powers, and he you can see that, and he's kind of cool-ish. But he's also forgettable. Everything about this movie was was bad. And it was a tonal mess. Every once in a while it tries to be really dark. Like, Superman is, he's choking Batman, and he goes, and he quotes him from V Superman, and he's like, tell me, do you bleed? And then, and then it just, like, cuts again. And then Batman's on the ground and he's coughing and he's like, apparently I do. Ha ha. That's a funny one, Joss Whedon. Oh, (laughs) ruiner of dialogue. I don't know. So the conclusion is neither of them should make movies anymore. Zack Snyder's movies are boring. They're dull. They're plotless and they're kind of monotonous crap. Right? Joss Uh Whedon is redundant and annoying and stupid and I hate him. I hate his movies. Okay. I don't like his dialogue. It's really cemented. It's really cemented for me You've here. You've mentioned that before, I, Bob. I don't want to see another freaking movie with either of these two jokers. And I don't I don't want to see another DC movie. There well, there was okay. like a flashback scene in this movie. It was so cool. There's a flashback scene and it shows Green Lantern Corps or something. And there's all these Green Lanterns, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Are we going to finally see, like, a Green Lantern that's actually good on film? And then they never do anything with that again, because it's it's not time for Green Lantern yet. Come on, and we'll just, we'll just hint at it. That's not, that's not good enough. It made me wish that there was an actual Justice League movie with, like, Martian Manhunter. And, I mean, all of my... Anything I knew about superheroes growing up was because I watched a ton of, like, DC shows as a kid. I really loved Young Justice, and I watched all these Justice League shows... And I was super into that. Martian Manhunter's like my favorite character. You know, he's so cool. And Green Lanterns are awesome and all this stuff. But no, none of that is delivered. And it just, it made me like both upset and just kind of 
just sad, I guess, because it's like they this is a cool property that you can do so many cool things with that I've seen this before. And it reminded me that something could be good in this universe. And that just like really hit it home that everything in this universe just sucks. <laughs> so, 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 so I'm okay. so, just so wait, done. I, I wait, so what, what would you do? What would you do to make it not suck anymore? Would you see them rebooting everything and just yes. starting and then start making good stuff? Yes. Or reboot. Okay, that's that you think is the only option, right? Yeah, reboot it and have a completely different creative team entirely. I don't. I don't even and get want, ahead. I don't even want Warner Brothers to make it. Like hire. Ugh. No, you have to hire a a head to you know yeah. oversee you everything. Like a, Kevin a Kathleen Fe- Kennedy. A Kevin. A Kevin yeah. Feige. Kathleen yeah. Kennedy. Kevin. It, that those those that's what you need, and not Zack Snyder. Yeah, exactly. It, you could Someone make something that... colorful and interesting like the comics. You know, I I don't know. I've never been a big comic reader, but it's it's just so simple. What you do is you have the normal Justice League. The the only requirements for my Justice League are you need to have Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, The Flash, Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern and that's it. I don't care if anybody else is there. Wow. That that's it. Those are the only people you need. I mean, I would really well, love to see a, um like a DC universe that's so well flushed out that you can have these kind of side ones. Like you can have like a young justice movie if you want, you know, and it fits into oh, the that'd universe. Be so just, awesome. just think about how cool it would be and how many cool things they could do. They could go back into like Batman's past, you know, all those different villains that he has. Um, you can do stuff with Nightwing like they've hinted at doing here where it would be terrible. Like, there's so many freaking amazing things. You could have, like, the Teen Titans, I guess, if you wanted to. The original Teen Titans show was good, but the new one is horrible. Anyways, like, there's 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 so many cool things in this universe that is just, just not there. You know? They've just... They've taken something really cool. They got this really cool property... And it's absolutely nothing. And I'm totally okay with the fact that it took about $300,000 or more to put out Justice League. And they just hit the $200 million mark domestically. Like, they're not Uh even making their money back with this movie. And I'm totally okay with that because this is awful. Like... You because could make they need something to learn good. A lesson, hopefully. Yeah, and the lesson that's being communicated is not like, well, you should stop making superhero movies because look at what Marvel's doing, and it's not just because nobody likes DC characters. Because look at how DC comics is in and and DC TV shows are totally. I mean, they're smashing Marvel. Marvel just can't keep up. Like people care about these characters a lot more than and nobody's watching them because they don't want another disappointment, you know? Uh-huh. I just... They yeah, need no, to reboot it, and I don't want to see them Flashpoint reboot it because they're thinking of making a Flash solo movie that just kind of resets the universe because he goes all the way back into the past or something. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want that. I really want you to start over entirely new direction, acting. I don't want any of those previous movies to even be partially related. I'm done. <laughs> Wonder Woman was fine yeah, you are. in the context of that universe and mostly just in comparison to the other movies in that universe. I was like, just like, you know what? They should keep making DC movies because they're so terrible. It's funny to watch. And after watching Justice League, I'm like, 
I mean, now I have that rant. You know, like, I just... I just want to see a good movie now, you know? Yeah. Um, well, then, hopefully Infinity War is going to be good. <laughs> it probably will. I mean, the, the trailer was disappointing to me. But It was? Disappointing for Marvel, not DC. <laughs> That's an important... <laughs> I'm not even yeah. partially a Marvel fanboy. I don't care too much about Marvel movies. I think I've seen all of them, but I would not really watch any of them twice, except for maybe, like, Doctor Strange or Thor, Ragnarok, I guess. I don't know. I like those. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, as far as it goes, it was just kind of, I don't know. I was hoping for something on more of a galactic scale than what we saw, you know? Yeah, I, I they stayed on Earth. Yeah, it felt like they stayed on Earth a bit too much. But I think that's just the tease, though, you know? I hope that is. I hope that's, like, act one. I don't think I, hope the I, movie, I don't think they just want to oh, give away space that's stuff true. because yeah. So the movie could start with, um, you know that like that that scene with like Captain America and everybody from uh, Wakanda like charging at, uh, at um what's his name, that guy you know Thanos? yeah yeah Thanos. Thanos thank you thank you see I died <laughs> see you cannot call me a Marvel fanboy. Because of that moment right there. Keep that in the podcast, Daniel. It's important. It's important. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, there's this part where they're all charging towards Thanos, and it looks like that can be a final climax of a movie. But what better way to raise the stakes than to have that be like the movie is opening with that? Kind of like uh, in yeah, that'd be cool. War for the Planet Age of, of the Apes kind of style, oh, where okay. it's like it starts off and there's this giant battle kind of a thing. That immediately yeah, they raises. kind of did that. Yeah. They they kind of did that in Age of Ultron though, where they yeah. started out with. A I guess battle. I don't want like a small battle though. I guess that's a bit of a difference. Is lots of movies start with like a, a beginning battle, like even Civil War yeah. did to some extent. That's not what I want to yeah, see. I want to see like this full scale. Like you can't even imagine how giant this battle is against one guy, and that's how the movie starts, and he just trashes them, and then it becomes this thing where the entire universe is in danger. Another thing that I want from this movie that probably won't happen is I, I want it to conclude. I know that they were originally going to yeah. do part one and part two, but what I really want for part, uh, what what was going to be part two and is now just Avengers 4 is, um, what's that one? The uh, invasion, secret invasion. Yes, the, the scroll invasion. Right. That's what I was going to get to. That's what I want to see. I want to see that be the main focus of the fourth movie, not this crap with Thanos so I kind of want it to wrap up here because I'm more interested I I honestly think that's what they're gonna do yeah like in in, by the end of Infinity War I think that's what they're gonna do like something's gonna happen and they'll have they'll have um, hopefully defeated Thanos or something like like that or like they they, they kill him and then he like it turns out he just kind of reverts back into a scroll and they're like what what? that would be such a cool way to end that movie but imagine imagine though how cool it would be if like a hero died and then you have this horrible, like, it would be, of course, really cliche of, like, oh, a hero dies, but again. not really. But the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, again. How, but we then should, we should make realize, it Loki. That would be, nobody would see that coming. <laughs> oh, gosh, please, no. <laughs> Just no. I feel like what's, I feel like a character's going to die and they're going to have to go back in time. That'd be cool. Well, that'd be really I cool. mean, if, you, if you've watched any trailer breakdowns, it's pretty clear that the person in the Iron Man suit that pretty much just gets killed by, um... Thanos is Pepper Potts, so. <laughs> what the heck? No, have you seen uh, Have you even, seen anything about that? 
because it's like no uh i mean the way that the the armor fits is kind of more feminine and then like the position that she i'm i'm, I'm really positive that this is pepper Potts, and i could be totally wrong but it, it, it actually makes sense like she's up there and she's like kind of holding her hands up and then he punches her and she's like it just looks like somebody just died I mean, can you imagine Tony Stark putting his hands up like, please spare me? I can't. Um, okay, so but here's the even thing. from the first time I watched the trailer, I figured that it was just an empty Iron Man suit. Right. I think it's Pepper because there's a scene where Tony's like holding somebody. And then in the uh, SDCC trailer, uh, there's this the clip where Spider-Man's saying, I'm so sorry, Tony. I'm so sorry. And and we see like Spider Man and Iron Man kind of together. It's like that first scene where you where um, he 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 gets a thing on his arm, you know, as the the Spidey sense, and then he looks out the window and there's that ship. He goes to respond, and so does Pepper in an Iron Man suit, right? And Pepper dies, and then Tony Stark is all like torn up about it, and that creates a little bit of something. And Spidey's like, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, Tony." Right? This whole happens, and so then he. Tony has some motivation going into it. By the end of it, what I want to happen is then Spider-Man gets killed. <laughs> I want I want Tony to die trying to save Spider-Man and then Spider-Man dies. And then Spider-Man's wow. a scroll. So then we can go to the Secret oh. Invasion. Oh. Yeah. I think that would be super cool. I'd be happy with that. That would be awesome. Everyone's thinking, I feel like, that um, Captain America is going to be a scroll. Yeah, I've, that's the thing. is The only time I've ever, like, seen anything with a scroll in it, Captain America ended up being the scroll. So, like... Yeah. I feel like that's pretty likely. I don't know why, but it just is. Because um, I remember I, uh, watching the Avengers, the older Avengers cartoon. Yeah. They did Secret Invasion, yeah. and that was so great. Yeah, I think that was fun. I, that, that's a, that's what I saw. That was really cool. But then they'll have this great thing because they can jump in there with Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah. And and then all of a sudden, Tony's out of the game, so that's cool. And we'll have, uh, you know, Benedict um, Bumble Snaps, and he'll he'll be the the lead of the uh, leader of the Avengers. Wow. That would be cool. That's what I want. Wow, that would. Would be, I I feel I I think it's interesting how Captain Marvel is going to be set in the nineties. Yeah. And well, that's that the thing is cool that they could like grab her and put her in current time with like the time gem. Oh. Or else. Oh, that'd be oh, interesting. Or else, she basically ends up being captured by scrolls, and so in Secret Invasion, they find her. Yeah, that would be cool. And I feel like because it, it, it's in the '90s for a reason. Yeah. Maybe it's in the '90s to lead up to the scroll invasion. Like, has have the scrolls been invading Earth since the '90s? Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I guess that's probably what they're they'd be going for. I mean, I wouldn't want to see another. Everybody is a secret Nazi, like what happened in Winter Soldier. But um, yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. I I don't know. So, but if you hear how excited we are now talking to the audience you hear how excited we are talking about all the different things that they could actually plausibly do with these movies for marvel and then you look back at what they did with anything in the dc movies where they're like yeah i guess we'll make that a movie and there's like obviously just no care put into it other than we'll have these characters names in it like that's you know 
here we're having these these yeah. comic book realistic characters that are quite similar to the original characters. They're perfectly cast and they get the tone right with these characters and they're they're doing all these crazy things. It's gotten complex now. They're like twenty movies in, and so we really they've been teasing Infinity War for almost a decade, you know, and now we're here. And now we're here. Yeah, I mean, Justice League tried. I mean, they tried to build up to Justice League with like four failed movies, and then just kind of shove it all together. And a, and a couple of videos found on like a USB drive or something. Right? I know, like on a computer. It just the care wasn't taken, and the whole point was to make money. You know. Yeah. There was no art. And now that they, it was nothing interesting. Now that they aren't it. making as much money, maybe they'll figure maybe out. Maybe they'll that change. Things it. Have to be good. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm very happy that Justice League kind of failed because I think that'll be enough of a wake up call, maybe, for them to start being. I'm like, really hoping because I do think that they were trying to fix it by the end of Justice but League. You, you can't, but you can't. You can't do. You that, can't just though. do fifty percent reshoots and then cut together a crappy movie and that fixes it. Like you need to. You need to have good direction from day one like a consistent script you need to first have people working on continuity make sure these characters are the same characters we saw before you know Uh all this sort of stuff that hasn't been a problem for Marvel at all except for maybe in Ragnarok where Thor is a little bit different but maybe he's just kind of gone crazy you know and well I mean of course he's he's had more interaction with like humans and stuff yeah like it that could have at least there's a reason for that what we see in as in Batman in in Justice League is like, wait, but that was like I don't know six months a year ago that you were all dark and grim and everything was raining all the time, and now you're just like wisecracking and all of a sudden you also can't fight because you're old or something. I don't. It doesn't make sense. Like you you need to keep you need to keep something consistent because the thing about Marvel is that it's not just a bunch of diehard fans. It's like everybody goes to see the new Marvel movie when it comes out because it's complex and it can get complex but at the same time they've done it incrementally step by step if you missed one movie you don't miss everything but it is they've they've taken their time and they've taken years with this universe so people know the characters whether they've seen every movie or not so them seeing this movie you can kind of jump in Right? Yeah, it's not they, like they just made the, Avengers 1 and then Age of Ultron and then Infinity War. They took all of the time between. They did all, phase after phase after phase to build up these characters so people know what's going on, whether or not they're a mega fan. You know, They've taken the time. I mean, sure, they probably made more money because they've made more movies, but they couldn't have made the movies they made without making the previous movies, and it's been carefully planned out that way. And I just don't get why... DC just can't do that for some reason. There was only really one movie that was trying to build up to Justice League, if you think about it. Because you have Man of Steel, we're making a Superman movie. Okay, that's fine. Wonder Woman, we're making a Wonder Woman movie. Okay, that's fine. That I mean, all that is kind of a, the right step to take, you know? Um, Suicide Squad, nobody from Suicide Squad is in Justice League, so I don't know why you, you are making that if the whole point of this is to build up into something like the Avengers sort of did. Um, and then yeah, you have Batman v Superman, which is them introducing Batman. But then at the same time, they're like, "Oh yeah, just by the way, we found all these new superheroes." Like it, it, it's tacked on. Sorry, what were you saying? 
Um, the th- uh, sorry, the thing about DC is that they, they have, like, patience, you know. Wh- I'm sorry, they don't have patience. Right. The thing about Marvel is that they have patience. And DC is kind of just a scrambling, in a sense. I think the screenplay for Suicide Squad was written in a period of a couple of weeks. Yeah, there's just there's no care like, taken with the characters. Crazy fast. They need to get somebody and who knows kind of how to make miss- a movie and somebody who actually cares about DC, you know? Uh-huh. It sucks. You can't you can't rush that yeah. sort of thing. If you actually want to make something good that people are going to like, which will make you more money by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, just yeah, do it right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you kind of like miss the point though about making the movie when you're making it in such a rush, you know, you you start to see you don't see a film, you start to see like deadlines and stats and you know, then yeah. before you know it. And before you know it, you have a bad movie that you know won't get well-reviewed. And so you cut it down to make it shorter so you can get more play times in uh, for each theater so you can make the little bit more money. So maybe it'll be worth it in the end. Like, if that's if that's what you have to do with your movies, you just need to change the way you're doing them. Yeah, it's true. I And I don't know. I feel like people can defend DC and all that, and that's great, but you have to even the people who defend DC, right, they have to admit that DC has shows evidence of not putting in the work and do, taking the proper steps to make good films and to make a good um, series, I right. guess. I mean, as far like, as it goes, people are dumb. That's what people think. People, you know, people are dumb, so, you know, whatever. They won't like what's good. But money, money does talk. Like, you make something bad, and not everybody's going to watch it. Not to say you make something good, nobody's, everybody's going to watch it. But if you make something bad consistently, nobody's going to watch it. And that's how you can tell how a movie series is going. So just by the fact that Marvel is on their, like, 20th movie and they're still making money off of it, you know that they're at least doing something good. Because yeah, they come out true. with that many movies and they aren't losing money. Like, just Mm -hmm. that alone should tell you, like, there's something there. DC did five, and now their last movie hasn't even made back what it, you know, what it cost to put out. So I'm pretty sure that speaks for itself. and They're at least doing something wrong by the public. You have to start with something simple. Like, you can't overcomplicate it in the beginning. That's the worst thing you can do, right? Batman v Superman introduced... What was it? Six new characters or something like that? Because they're like, oh yeah, it's so Batman, true, and then we've also got Wonder Woman, and then we've got Cyborg, and then we've got Flash. Oh, you're gonna love these guys. Oh yeah, here's Commissioner. I'm pretty sure they showed Commissioner Gordon in that. Maybe not. No. 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 They but didn't. then they introduced. But they, they showed, showed Alfred, Lex and then Luther. they're like, here's Lex Luthor, and then oh yeah, Robin's dead. By the way, uh, like all that stuff in in one movie, and the only person we knew was Superman. You know. Yeah, and we don't really have any emotional attachment there. No connection. So, I mean, Civil War I mean, with, and, um, <laughs> Civil War came out the same time as uh, the Batman v Superman. That... At least the same year. Like, they were a few months apart. But, I mean, there's no comparison. People knew how the, those were. Like, there was a Team Cap and Team Iron Man, and people talked about it before the movie came out because they understood the characters enough to discuss where each one was coming uh-huh. from. It's true. It's true. And um, 
and and with like DC and Marvel, Marvel started with just one movie, and I, I mean either that was uh, Hulk or Iron Man, but it, they started off simple, right? They didn't like, um, they had a plan, but they didn't get caught up in that. Right. They're like, all right, we're just gonna take it one step at a time and focus on each character. Yeah, and they then made, they took time. The reward. The payoff was beautiful was massive. with Avengers. Yeah, like it was, and it was crazy. There was like this. Everybody went to go see the Avengers. You know, everybody owns that movie. Everybody rewatches yeah. that movie. That movie was like a phenomena. You know, because they took the time. Like, I don't know how many movies were in Phase One before they did that, but it was a lot. They made sure they had a movie uh-huh. for Thor, so you understood where, who, and where Thor came, was coming from. You know. Um, they made sure they had an Iron Man movie or two. Um, Captain America, like, they they developed all these characters, and sure, they introduced Black Widow and Hawkeye at the time, but that's, I mean, they were S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, and they were kind of introducing more of S.H.I.E.L.D. Not that you... Hawkeye, Hawkeye was introduced S.H.I.E.L.D. in Thor, though, by the way. Oh, yeah, he was! But, yeah, he was kind of minimal. I kind of hated Yeah, he just Thor had one scene. Honest, but, oh, yeah. Um, I and mean, they did, they but, already introduced... I mean, shield in iron man 2 right so the only thing that they really introduced was kind of black widow connected to a character we'd already seen before and we already knew shield we just got to see a bit more of it it was expanding on exposition it wasn't giving you all the exposition and then hoping you cared right away yeah and it's not that like each marvel movie is the perfect no movie, i mean it was still made by joss whedon so it wasn't great but <laughs> and what, what i'm saying they didn't have to yeah, be though it, it didn't it, it built it up you know it was fine that we knew the characters already. We even knew the villain already. The villain already had clear motivations because we we had a whole movie that was essentially, while being the hero's origin, was also the villain's origin, you know? Yeah, like it, yeah. It, it made sense, and it was, it was fair. It wasn't completely ridiculous, and it was... I mean, for the time that it came out, which is how many years ago now? Eight or something like that? It was well. It's like six or seven, six or I think. Seven, right, but it was. It's the perfect movie for you know what movies were back then. Like that. That was the perfect movie. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no there's maybe care. eight years actually. I think you're yeah. right. I'm not sure. I remember them yeah. saying something and about eight years in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. So. But actually, did uh, there was like a huge but yeah, thing they had about like that the dates because. Well, th- I think a lot of people, I guess, from what I heard, was that that was them just trying to say that the beginning movies all took place basically at the same time, and oh. um, and in a, I guess in this in the process they separated themselves from the TV universe, I guess, because in one of the either the Netflix series, I think there's like a newspaper and it has the date, and the date is different than the date in. Spider-Man Homecoming. Huh. So, yeah. So, like, the movie, the movies are still consistent, but I guess not with the TV shows. Well, the TV shows aren't that great anyways, so that's all right. But that's yeah. all right with me. Um, but, yeah, just the point is that they they built it up. That's why they made money off of it. It's not just because it's a shared universe that people like the idea of, you know? People yeah. just want to see a good story, and you can't tell a story that big you know, without either making it like a five hour movie or having a lot of exposition. You can't uh-huh. raise the stakes that far on your first movie, can you? You know? No, no, yeah. And and so what I what I'm saying about in Infinity War is it'll just 
they, they've built it up so much that this is like, yeah, is this their 17th movie or was that, is it actually 20? Oh God. I don't know. No, I have no clue. There was just, I, oh my word. We know all the well, characters intrinsically, like very well from all the movies we've seen before. Pretty much every, yeah. every character that we saw in that trailer has been in more than one movie. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. I, I can't think of one. Oh wait, no, Mantis was in that trailer, and she, and she was in Only Guardians Volume Two. But pretty much everybody else will have been in at least two movies before, you know, that came out. Infinity, right? Movie. Yeah, if not true. more. Some of them have been in like five, six, seven movies. Like we know these characters. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know. Yeah. And that's why yeah. that's why you can do those cool things with it. I don't know. Yeah, and so I guess DC thinks that, you know, um, they can do cool things with their characters without, you know, having to do all they that other boring stuff. They have better characters. I, I, like, the ju- no, I, I like the Justice League so much more than the Avengers in general. And that's why it's so yeah, disappointing I... to me is because they could have done something infinitely cooler, you know? I think Marvel's most, like, um, commonly known um, character is Spider-Man because all I hear is Batman from it's DC and Spider-Man from Marvel and that's basically it like the 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 low of the low people who aren't really in the know you know they know Spider-Man and they know Batman right. and they know Superman but in it mostly it's all DC you know from the beginning you know Batman you know Superman from however young anyone right. is those are like and it's common not just names. like there was this Marvel hype thing either because People didn't know Iron Man at all. Like, they took a lot of characters that just weren't popular, and even in the comics, you know, that were just kind of background characters in the comics, and they they just took the time and made them good. So people care about the movie. Yeah. And now everybody knows Iron Man and Captain America and stuff like that. But, I mean, even comic readers, like, that that was not the main focus, you know? It's like, yeah. with DC, you've started with the best characters, the most well-known characters, you know, in all of like superheroes and all of comics and you still uh-huh. manage to screw it up it's kind of incredible if you think about it we should really uh, be giving them credit yeah, here because they have like gold pretty much they they have solid gold and for some reason they're losing money like it's it's got to be really really difficult to fail that hard so i uh-huh. i salute them thank you for teaching us a valuable lesson that having the best oh characters ever, you can still make a crap movie with it. Yeah. It's well, execution, okay. people. It's not a good idea that you need. It's just good execution. No, it's true, though. Yeah, it's that's very true because you can be given something amazing and it can be so tempting to take a shortcut because you think... Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, this will be great. You know, these characters are iconic, yeah. so it's gonna be great. People will we see just it. Slap you know, Han I mean, Solo oh. in here, and it'll be fine. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. So it's, I'm not, I'm yeah, not no, actually saying always, that about the Force Awakens. That, that, there was effort put in there. But yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's true. There was, even though it was J.J. Lambrums. J.J. Lambrums. Um, but that's the thing yeah. is that you couldn't have even made the Force Awakens without all the other Star Wars movies. Nobody would have cared. I mean, the it's, way that that happens well, when Han and Chewie come on board of the Millennium Falcon, like, it all surges up, and it's like, you know, because people know that character. 
Like, you couldn't just randomly have an old guy jump into a ship and it, that's really cool, yay. They're talking about parsecs, what does that mean? Who cares? Like, you, you, it's because you've seen the other movies that that matters. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, um, And know. I think a, a, a better comparison is even the fact that J.J. Um, Abrams in Star Wars could have taken... I think it was tempting to take a uh, like a easier um, road by just kind of like um, with the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. making it a like they could. It's, it's Star Wars. Everyone's gonna go see Star Wars. Well, why didn't they just pull a DC and say, well, everyone's gonna go see Star Wars and just slap on Star Wars on a you know a movie poster and be like, it's Star Wars. Go see it. Make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and that's the difference because they know. I think how upset the fans would get and so they have a certain care yes they have a certain care for their content can play a long game and that's what makes them that they that they understand yeah they understand the fact that okay we have these iconic characters but if we want to do the right thing then we'll be happy and they'll be happy so even though it's gonna be hard work now um, to make a solid film that makes people happy, um, it'll help. It'll reward reward us in the future. And right. look, you know, we're getting the Last Jedi, so I I consider that the reward because I really Definitely. hope it's good and way better than Force Awakens. Yeah, it'll so, totally have been yeah. worth seeing the Force Awakens just because of the Last Jedi. Like that's a build up. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that's the point is that when Disney looks at characters and you know they have like an iconic character that's super popular what they're doing is Uh they're like they they're they look at it more intimidated like we could screw this up this is dangerous we need to be careful what warner brothers is doing is they're they're looking at their their dc characters and like we've got solid gold here these are the most popular characters ever it's a shoe in Uh uh-huh and that's just the opposite like the more popular something is the more people could be upset about it you know and word of yeah, mouth yeah. is what's going to kill your movie, not, uh, you know, the fact that it doesn't have Superman in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So maybe even play the long game. Maybe don't resurrect Superman the first movie after he dies. <laughs> that isn't, like, set in the past, you know? It's actually... Oh, but that's weird, though. So there are only three of the five DC movies that have come out. Only three of them are set in modern and like the actual time that the series is going in, which is really? kind of ridiculous. Because isn't Suicide Squad set a little bit in the past, anyways? Technically, because I didn't think well, because I... Batman is like around, right? I guess I didn't see it, but because Batman, like he was still dealing with the Joker and all this stuff, and that was from the way the other ones seem. It seems like he's kind of done with being Batman a little bit, especially because of yeah, stuff they and... say in Justice League. They're like. You know, one wishes for that time when, uh, you know, all you had to deal with were giant exploding penguin bombs or something. Like he's he's moved on. He's beaten the Joker already by that yeah, time. And, so then Suicide and, Squad's in the past somehow, and so is Wonder Woman. That's not how yeah, to build a series. Sense. You don't just make it. Let me ask you a question. If you think, okay, let's take these iconic characters and let's tell their story after they're done being interested. That's how we'll start telling their story. Interesting, you know? Yeah. Like, that's how we start we'll start telling the story. Once they're done with everything that was interesting about them. That's that's a good way to do it. Yeah. I think we should probably so, and, move and, on, though, because we're And there's a way that they can... But... <laughs> oh, you're right, though. Um, um, 
it's just that there's a way that they could do it that's um like do a like oh they've been through a lot and they could tell their story after they've been through the lot in an interesting and deep way, right? right? They could have, you know, Christopher Nolan'd it and made it really like, wow, this is deep, you know? Uh-huh. This is beyond just the action movie. Um, and I think in a sense, that's kind of what they were trying to do, but they didn't do it right. No, so, it's because they yeah. don't know how to do it. And they they had an idea. We should make a good movie. That was their idea. That doesn't mean that they knew how to make a good movie. They're just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, yeah, we should make Batman like interesting and deep. Okay, yeah, just somebody go write that. Yeah. I don't know. It it was just a fail. Justice League stunk. Um, I'm upset about it. That, that's pretty much all. Yeah, if I, I to, do oh, have... Oh, yeah, if I was going to rate it. I guess we didn't do ratings okay. yet. Um, I would give character development and stuff like that. They messed up pretty much every character, um, with a few exceptions, I guess. So, like, 5 out of 18. Um, as far as the plot yeah. goes... They keep raising the stakes, and it seems like, is is there a possibility this could be good? And then they just, it all craps out at the end. It was super easy. They just won the end. Um, so that's, I mean, it felt really disappointing. And that was, is really stuck. So I'm going to give that like a 7 out of 18 or something. And then as far uh, as like okay. actual production quality goes, the CG is just so terrible. They had a Jack White song in it that was cool, but then they cut out. The one, okay, I do need to talk about that. So Aquaman is swimming in the water and they're playing Icky Thump by the White Stripes, and they cut out one line of the song, and the one line of the song they cut out mentions water. I don't know why they would have done that because it's because he's Aquaman, he's swimming in the water, and you cut out the only line that actually seems to reference what's happening in the movie. <laughs> so I, I don't know a lot of the production was just weird and it's some of the worst CG I've ever seen in my entire life it's disgusting I'd rather watch okay, then. pretty much anything else Um, that's like a 4 out of 18 overall score I'm giving it a 5 out of 18 I just I'm not a fan a 5 that's out probably of 18 the lowest, that's a record that low that is the record low I've never given a lower score did you give Leap a higher score? Um, quite possibly <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I gave that a zero or something, but I'm pretty sure I gave Leap a, bigger, uh-huh. a higher score. That's the thing. Leap could be enjoyed by somebody. Like, Leap has a a demographic that, that they're selling to that the movie is made for. That is, I mean, I'm not in that demographic, so that's why I didn't like it, you know? The thing about uh-huh. something like Justice League is it's not like it's just a mediocre movie and I'm not in the right demographic or something. It's It's a bad movie for the people it's trying to sell it to, which is essentially me. That's who it's trying to sell it to, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's wanting to get people in who, you know, aren't extremely invested, but, like, a younger audience or something. They're trying to build it up a little bit. I'm who I'm who they're yeah. selling to a little bit here. No, not into it at all. Yeah. It was terrible. I mean, the yeah. people who I do like that talking... movie... We've been talking... This is the longest episode ever. Yes, we've been talking for, about Justice League for like forty minutes now. That's I'm fine with it though. I, they just, I don't know. It's the people who'd like that movie are people who determined that they would like that movie before they saw it. And those uh-huh. are the only people who like it. Are people who actually are really paying attention. Uh, anyways, so, um, I do have some news, ro- like kind of real okay. quick. 
Um, so in the theme of superhero movies, um, the first couple images, I think it was like the first image, um, was released uh, about the Dark Phoenix movie. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yes, and that's a thing. And apparently Jessica Chastain is gonna be in it, and she's gonna be playing like a mysterious shape shifting character. So oh my yeah. gosh, really? Yeah. Because Jennifer Lawrence isn't that's... coming back or something. No, Jennifer Lawrence is coming oh, back. Oh, she is. Yeah. But they're, huh? Yeah. But why? I don't know. Uh, apparently, like. Are there more shape shifting? I guess characters? they're gonna be. Well, there's another one called Copycat, I think, and then that's about it. Well, that's pretty lame. Yeah. But that's the thing. Yeah. Days of Future Past was amazing, and then Apocalypse. Yeah. Ap- Apocalypse. <laughs> kind of sucked. <laughs> Um, I think Apocalypse definitely had some awesome parts to it that I really liked, but then it, it just yeah. did it overall. But overall, it, it was meh. My my feelings were meh. Yeah, it was kind of mediocre. I don't I don't know. I really want to see Dark Phoenix a second time in the same series. But, yeah, you know. I mean, I think it's gonna be. I think it can be better than the previous. Uh, what what's her name? I don't know. The previous Jean actress, because that yeah. wasn't even full Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. I feel like they weren't committed to that no. you know so they right. were just like uh we're gonna try to kind of tie it into this so but you know, how now, many times is dark phoenix saga gonna like aren't there other x-men stories um yeah i mean uh-huh. i shouldn't really be complaining about x-men movies because logan is one of the best movies of this year oh my gosh yeah it's so true though i, I can't wait actually we're, we should have a podcast where we're talking about every movie we saw this year i'll have to yes. do my research that'd be so fun I mean, I think we should talk about every movie that came out this year, not just that we saw. Because even though I did see, like, Arrival and Mad Max and all that stuff this year, it's it's just it's not a fair comparison. Uh-huh. I can't compare Blade Runner 2049 to the new one. I mean, the uh, original. The original. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, I also have another thing. I Ooh. The, the Goodreads um, uh, Audience Choice Awards or whatever came out the results of that happened i i voted on it because i i've read some stuff that was on there and i i really liked those books and so i i voted um what one for fantasy and this murdered me i was so upset about this for some reason <laughs> just okay so the two of the two books in the category there were i mean there was there was a bunch of books in the category but Three most notable ones is uh, V.E. Schwab's new book um, in the, uh, what's it called? The series. I forgot. Anyways, that one I've heard is amazing. Then Oathbringer by Sanderson came out, which we've talked about earlier this podcast. Incredible, right? Um, and then, for some reason, the screenplay for Fantastic Beasts was in this category. So I was annoyed because I'm like, this is a screenplay. I have it. I've read it. It is literally just the... I mean, it's the script, word for word, what we see in Fantastic Beasts, and that's it. It's not like a book. It's not a fantasy novel. It's a screenplay for a movie. And that was in the category. And guess what won? Just like The Cursed Child before it. J.K. Rowling won just because she's J.K. Rowling. She, I mean, both times, it wasn't like The Cursed Child, J.K. Rowling didn't write, it was sort of her story. And it was a crap story, and it was awful, and it's the worst thing I've ever read. Here we have a screenplay for a movie. Yes, J.K. Rowling wrote it, 
but it is a screenplay. It's not a novel. That shouldn't count. And at the same time, it's it's just it's not as good. Even if you were counting that as a book, it doesn't have the complexity, any of like the really like thought put into it, or any of the build up that these other books have had that came out. And it was it was so disappointing to see, like, oh yeah, people know who J.K. Rowling is, so they'll just it's just you know she wins. It's it's just annoying that somebody could win for either writing something awful just because it's a name people know or just because just because it's a name people know even if it's not actually a book you how does somebody win a book award without actually writing a book uh, i think that's just <sighs> what you get with audience choice awards things you know i know like, i know they're the always popular, dumb but so yeah i just i wish there was some way it worked that wasn't just so ridiculous cuz i mean I don't care. Choose the most popular of any book. That'd be fine if J.K. Rowling came out with a book and it won. Because she's J.K. Rowling, whatever. That makes sense. But please, don't vote for something that's not even a book. This is this is Goodreads. This is for books. <laughs> that mm-hmm. I don't know, that just wrecked me. Because it's, it's not that great, first of all. And second of all, it's, it's not a freaking book. <laughs> you know? Like... Uh-huh. I wouldn't vote for a movie. I, I mean, I wouldn't vote for a book to win Best Picture at, at the Oscars, you know? Mm-hmm. I would be upset. Or, like, if, if a like book... A, if, a if a Sanderson won, book won, won Best, best Picture or, or Best Screenplay, like, I don't care. It doesn't make sense. It Like, it legitimately doesn't make sense. If Sanderson's, like, Oathbringer won an Oscar, I would be upset. I, I love Sanderson and I, I kind of want him to win stuff because I think he's really good, but that just makes absolutely zero sense. And I, but apparently it makes sense for somebody to win a book award for not writing a book. I don't, that's irritating. Anyways, that's, that's my rolling rant for this week. Rolling rant for the week. I do want to clarify. I love Harry Potter, and I've read those books like four or five times. I have some of them in like leather-bound editions. Like, I'm a I'm a big fan of Harry Potter, but I'm not just gonna blindly accept. She's done weird things with the series. Like she's she's changed stuff, and then she hasn't come out with anything good since the ending of that series. You know. Uh-huh. I mean, apart from, like, when she's gone through other series. I think she should leave the Wizarding World alone, because clearly she doesn't know what she's doing with it anymore. Yeah, it'd be cool if she just created something new. I mean, she has. Like, she's written under, like, pseudonyms and, like, done mystery novels. She came up with a casual vacancy. Like, she's done other stuff. Uh-huh. It's just... Don't come back to the Wizarding World like that. I mean, <laughs> some of the ent- the entries in Pottermore are interesting and fun, but... Stuff like the cursed child, nobody wants that. Stuff like the curses, or the 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 crimes of Grindelwald, something <laughs> totally forgettable and stupid like that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to see Johnny Depp as a very but ugly person. Is, He's already ugly. I think ugly, people you know? do want that. I think people do want that. Considering I don't, they voted, they've uh, the audience choice award, whatever, voted for the screenplay of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So the, the, the difference there. I'm not upset that people voted for J.K. Rowling because she's J.K. Rowling. P- 
people that doesn't mean people have read it. I I guarantee you, only like sixty percent of the people who voted for it actually read it. Like I can uh, guarantee you that people uh-huh. just see a name when they go on there and they're like, okay, I'll vote for that because I like that person because I read that one book of theirs. That's what happens on those all the time. My my issue isn't that. My issue is, you know, that somebody didn't actually write a book and they they won that book award, but. I don't think people really, I mean, if you look at how well Fantastic Beasts did, it it didn't do great, you know? Mm-hmm. It could have done a lot better than it did. Mm-hmm. It's because people, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm telling you, The Crimes of Grindelwald will do worse, <laughs> a lot worse. All right. Than, than Fantastic, than the first one did, because now in the marketing, there's going to be so much of Johnny Depp. Nobody's going to want to see that, you know? Okay. Especially because it has a dumb name, and a dumb name can't kill a movie. Okay. I just, I, I want the Wizarding World to be done. I really liked Harry Potter, and I don't want to keep continue seeing it ruined. However, yeah. those movies are fine. I just don't like the casting choices. Well, I mean, episode 36 has been the episode of rants, apparently. It's the longest one. Oh, my goodness. Yep. This is going to be fun to edit. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry that this is your first one to edit in like two or three months. But that's yeah, okay. there's a lot of background noise on, on my one, on my part. So you're going to have oh, a lot of fun. fun. That's going to be yep. great. Do we want to end this thing? Okay, yeah, sure. So um, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, if you want to find full archive of our episodes, you can go to our website. I'm pretty sure it's something like goshdaniel.blogspot.com or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> We're on Twitter at Gosh Daniel Pod. We tweeted out a poll last week that was asking if anybody still wanted this episode, and they did. Um, so we Yay! Put it out. So, you know, you can kind of interact with us a little bit on there. You tweet, we'll tweet right back. Don't worry about it. Oh, we it'll will? Be good, okay. It'll be fun. Um, at Gosh Daniel Pod. And, um, you know, you can find us uh, on Stitcher or iTunes or... Those are the two that, like, we've specifically uploaded things to, but, like, I've, I've been doing more research on, on how podcatchers work, and I've found us on other other apps. So, oh, for example, cool. if you have Pocket Casts, we are on there, you know? We're pretty much anywhere that you could go, except for, like, the Google Play Store or <laughs> Podbean. So, yep. Awesome. Or SoundCloud. We're not, so we're not on SoundCloud. We're not on Podbean. <laughs> We're not on, like, Spotify, but we're pretty much everywhere else, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah, I think we are. Yep. So, you know, check out places. Also, like thank you guys. thank you to our patrons, Noreen and Hunt the Bunt Gunther. And, and uh, H-W-W-T-N-B-N. I'm pretty sure that's the... Acronym. Yeah, that. Thank okay. you to that person as well. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. That's it. I think I'm done. My Yay. throat is killing me, and I'm sick. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't everyone it. sick? We are all, all right. Sick. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. If we do, and we will, because it's the last. But we Jedi. can't see you. You'll hear us in the next. You'll hear episode. us in the next episode, and this is one episode. <laughs> That we actually will record. I can promise that much because it's the last Jedi. And yes. I don't mess around 
No. I don't mess around with Star Wars. Ain't no messing around with that franchise. Yeah. I mean, I think our first episode was about, like, originality and sequels, and we talked about the Force Awakens effect, and then the second episode uh-huh. we compared the Force Awakens to Rogue One. This podcast is all about Star Wars. It's just sometimes we talk other things. <laughs> yeah. Being honest. Um, uh-huh. Okay, that's good enough. I'm going to stop the recording now.